Today is February 17th, 2021. How's it going, David? Hey, Cal. Uh, yeah, man, I got a lot of thoughts. Got, got, a, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I would like to hear it. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think about like what's the best way to approach this. And I think how I'm going to start is asking you a question, which I know is unfair, but just bear with oh, me. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, let's do it. So I think we've talked about your relationship with Molly before in this podcast, but I wanted to ask again as a friend, like, how did you know? How did I know? Okay. How did you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me get into that gear one second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, there was like multiple instances in where I had the moment because there was like the first time I saw her moment, right? Where you <laughs> see her across the room and you're like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't at first sight. I, like I'm going to marry this girl. Definitely wasn't like that. Right. It was more like I saw them. I saw her, and I'm like, wow, she has like a. She just has a familiar face, even though I've never met her before, and I just wanted to get to know her for some reason. I was just drawn to the way she looked, but not in like a, whoa, she's she's so hot kind of way, but just like. I almost knew that there was more to her just by the way she looked. It was a very, I've never really looked at someone and had that intuition before, but I did with her. Um, so that was like one of the first things I was like, that's kind of weird. Secondly, uh, I guess a moment where I was just like, man, I may, maybe I do like, maybe I am in love <laughs> is when I was, I was like, it was Christmas of junior year. So what, 2019, Christmas of 2019. And or would it be 2018? It would be, right? No. Not last year, but the year before. That's what you're saying. Yeah. The That'd year be before that. Yeah, but it was the it was the beginning of junior year. That would be 2019, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so beginning of junior Wait. year. I thought... No, oh, it would be... Right. It's 2018. Would... Really? Jesus Christ. Wow. That is crazy. Well, yeah, so Christmas of 2018... I'm thinking of what I should get for Molly. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Because I usually I would just go buy, usually I give people money in an envelope if I'm being completely honest. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like putting too much thought into giving gifts to people unless they mean a lot to me. So I, I, like for some reason, I had so much motivation to put together this wonderful gift. And I first off bought a box from Hobby Lobby because I wanted to make sure that the um, package that the gifts were in was presentable. So I bought a wooden box and then I was like, okay, well I'm going to get for, for starters, $10 at ASIPS, which is our favorite coffee place, $10 at the, uh, movie place, $10 at, uh, the antique mall. And I got all these, uh, all these gift cards for her, uh, but not, not too large, you know, but just multiple gift cards at different places with the, uh, to redeem it, you must, I must be there. So it was almost like there's three dates covered, right? We can have one date at the movie, one date at the coffee place, and it's all paid for, all expenses paid. And then I got a canvas and I painted one of our favorite albums at the time, Mile to High Club. And I uh, put a little spin on it. You know that dog I paint yep, all the yep. time? And I, I painted the guy in the picture. I changed his face to the dog. And I like put a spin on this album cover and I stuck that all in this wooden box and in the middle of doing all this stuff I was like wait I think I, I think I'm in love because 
I've never had the motivation to do this for anybody. And I'm, I, I literally would have put $50 more. Like it just didn't matter to me. I just wanted to give and especially to her. And in that moment, I, in the middle of making that gift. And then when I brought it to her and saw her face, like, man, I just, I had, I knew, I knew that that was the one I knew that was, that was one, probably like one of the, one of the nights where I just decided that it was just, it was a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I bring this up is because like, I, I, you know, not to romanticize your, your, your relationship, but I definitely see it as one of the, one of the few successes mm-hmm. of, of whatever quote unquote high school relationships can come, can come out of it. And regardless if it's like long-term or not, um, I, I think both of you have benefited greatly from this relationship. Yes. And, yes, we have. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, you know, and I've been thinking about this too. You know how like people want to say, people say like they want to die in their sleep. Yeah. You know, a very romanticized version of dying. You know, you're, like, yes. you're surrounded yeah. by your family. The flowers are on your desk. The windows are open. Sunlight pouring through your <laughs> yeah. You have, a, you have a smile on your face, and your eyes are closed, and you just drift fade off, away. Yeah, fade away. That's what people. That's how people want to die. You know, no pain, just quicker than falling asleep. And oh, okay. You know, I'm getting in my head. I'm getting ahead of myself. The reason why I bring all this up is because there was a situation that occurred two days ago. In fact. I have a very, I have a pretty close friend here on campus, um, and yeah, oh, uh, yeah, no, and I, this is probably going where you think it's going. Like she called me and was like, "Yo, this is how I feel and all that." And frankly, it's not reciprocal. Like, I'm not to be rude. Like, I'm, I don't see her like that at yeah. all. In fact, yeah. and it's unfortunate, you know. Um, it really is because. You know, she's a great friend. Yeah. A really good friend. Like someone I can easily talk to. Mm-hmm. But now there's going to be this permanent tension now. You know? <sighs> yeah, and, there and, is. And, you know, I had that conversation with her. It's like, yo, I think if we mutually agree that this is how far we're going to go, I think it would be a great, you know, I think it's a good boundary to have. And as long as we're both comfortable with it, we're fine. And I can definitely tell that she was somewhat disappointed and stuff. And You feel bad, I, huh? You know, I feel bad. And, and also it's just, uh, shit like this happened in high school too, you know, like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the guy who like shuns. I'm not like an incel, you know. I'm, like, I'm not like yeah, someone yeah. who like who like like shuns relationships. I wanted one in high school, frankly. My yeah. mom even told. You know, it's so funny. Like in middle school, I remember my mom was like, "You know what? Don't worry yourself, with girls and quote unquote." And yeah, I kind of. I, I agreed. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. But in high school, my I remember like one time, very distinctly, that my mom was like, "Yo, you should date someone." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" <did you> <laughs> And she was uh, like, "Yeah, you should, you should get, you know, find someone to to get in a relationship with." And I was like, "Yo, what, what are you talking about, man? You you've said the same thing for de- years, and now suddenly you switch." And she had good reasoning, you know. Learn who you are with, learn who you are, learn who you're compatible with, etc. And and yeah, so I wasn't definitely opposed. It just never happened in high school, you know. Frankly, one because I was I was pretty cowardly. I would never mm-hmm. approach someone. Yeah. And yeah, and just no more in the market too. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things. Yeah, it's like a paradox. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait for it's someone to funny. approach you and someone else doesn't want to approach because they're waiting for someone to approach them. Yeah. And it's also funny, like I find out people were interested like years later. And like, what oh, the yeah. hell, man? <laughs> it yeah, sucks. it's 
yeah, a lot of my friends have had that. Um, that, that I don't even know what you call that. That just sucks, man. Uh, you know, you had your eye on someone and they had their eye on you, but it just never came to be. And you found out about it later. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. That is terrible. Yeah. 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 But I mean, well, I mean, I'm sorry, glad. Yeah. And Go well, I mean, to, to, to clarify like where I'm going with this one yeah, is that, here. I mean, okay. Two days later, I'm feeling a little bit better. It's also because like, this is just the type of emotional burden I don't want to deal with. You know, um, it's just some and and, and uh, you know and it's a, it's a thing like it's one what, what I want to ask you about you too with Molly like you do you think you have to naturally sacrifice like you know God forbid if you guys were to break up you know do you think you'll still be like close friends with him of course like that. yeah I mean right. and Molly and I would always be close friends f- forever and, and like we're coming to a point right now it's kind of terrifying and I don't mean to like tangent off of what you're about to do I'll come no back please to. please yeah but it's Dude, it's now up to a whole bunch of college acceptance administrators to decide how far away Molly and I will be for the next four years, you know? Like, I, it could be very well that I get, I get only UC San Diego accepts me and only Berkeley accepts Molly, and we're like a seven-hour drive apart. It's very well a possibility, so. <laughs> you know, this kind of reminds me. So, uh, the, the eve of Valentine's Day, me and a couple of friends decided to watch him. Well, actually, you know them. Derek, Samir. Uh-huh, yeah. Kind of on a Kate. Um, yeah, we decided to watch a movie. Uh, Valentine-themed, as they called it. I didn't want to watch it, but it was it was the To All the Boys I Ever Loved one. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. God, oh, it's so fucking cheesy. But uh, <laughs> Is that, like, kind a of similar thing? It's kind Is of it? Yeah, because she was like, oh, because her boyfriend... Peter got accepted to Stanford for lacrosse or something, and then uh-huh. she wanted to go to NYU, oh, which is even farther. Yeah, three thousand miles. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's it's somewhat it's similar theme. It's a similar theme, but yeah, yeah. Well, hey, have you guys talked about that before? Yeah, yeah. We it's it's really hard to talk about sometimes, but like we actually really sat down and talked about it. Uh, oh, really? A few weeks ago, and yeah, we decided. Uh, that what we're going to do is, well, okay, the chances of me only getting accepted to San Diego and her only getting accepted to Berkeley is like, it's it's pretty low, like astronomically There's a, there's a couple combos, right? L.A. Berkeley. Yeah, um, yeah. Davis, Davis Berkeley, Irvine Berkeley. I don't know. Oh, we didn't do Davis or Riverside or um, Merced. You didn't do Davis? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. Davis is not bad, honestly. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. I don't want to get into it. It's just like, I just didn't do it. You know, wasn't even. Okay. Um, but uh, we, yeah, there's a few combinations that are pretty brutal, but like ideally it's just either the same school or a school near like Santa Cruz and Berkeley would be pretty awesome. Like that would be pretty meeting in the middle between those two schools. Like that'd be cool. Uh, you know, just it's, it's about being in SoCal or NorCal together. That's what it's all about. So all we can do is hope, but if we don't, that's okay. Um, we'll have to, we'll figure something out. But even if we do end up going to the same school, we decided that we're not going to like just declare and say like, to let everyone know that I have a girlfriend and Molly has a boyfriend and like, cause I f- almost feel like some people that's kind of a, like they, I don't know. We want to like develop a social circle without that. Mm-hmm. 
uh, implication yeah. that sh- she has a boyfriend and I have a girlfriend. Like we want to develop a social 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 circle away from each other. I yeah. just think that's a healthier thing. I feel like it's a healthy thing to do. Yeah, and also like when you actively declare that you're in a relationship, people might not be willing to make friends with you, knowing that like you will not be there. Exactly. You know, yeah. Your, yeah. So yeah. No, I so agree. So we're gonna. I mean, I guess it's quote unquote take a break, but not because it's, neither of us can handle each other or there's something wrong, but just because. We want to see what we can do just on our own, and see. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to limit or cut it, like close any doors before we even get there. So, no, that's, that's, that's very there. wise of you guys, actually. Like, yeah, that, that 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 just means that both of you guys are not. You guys yeah. are not insecure at all about yeah, we're not. where you are together. That's, yeah. that's fucking amazing, man. Like, ugh. yeah, you got so. a good. You got a good gig going, man. I do have not, a good gig going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that, that that that's just the one thing about relationships. You know, I, I kind of promised myself I wouldn't get into this too much my freshman year. Um just to like avoid this. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, if you say you're available and let it be known and you well, I don't like let it be known. It's but, not like I'm like advertising. Uh, wow. So they had some balls to just go out there and say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay, you know what? Never mind. I lied. Um, I, I participated what? in this like so like Harvard has this organiz- uh app called Data Match. Oh, cool! And the Mark it's, the Mark Zuckerberg app, right? Yeah, ki- kind of. <laughs> every year on Valentine's Day, you complete a survey, and they use a special algorithm to match you with people. Mm. And I match with my close friend, and it's then it's awkward because like it's ninety nine percent love, you know, like oh yeah, that that, 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 that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope I, know, I hope man. you can mend that friendship. I mean, I've seen some full one eighties. Like it's okay. Like it it can be really awkward at first, but then people will just return to normal friendship after something like that. Like it is not impossible to recover from this. I promise. Mm. I've literally okay. done it before, believe it or not. So really, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's it just depends how mature you and the other person is. Uh huh. You get what I'm saying? This happened in high school. Yeah, it happened uh, in high school. Okay. I mean, yeah. should I name drop? I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. If yeah, I'll name drop. This. That's a post-podcast thing. I don't want to name drop people who aren't like close to me anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, weird, but yeah, man. Um, I guess the other thing I wanted to say that was on my mind that's been, I don't know, maybe bothering me. I mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that I, it feel, I feel bad saying this to you because it's like, I can't expect a solution and I can't okay. expect you to be like, I know what to do. So it's kind of unfair for me. But anyways, um, maybe this is coming from a place of insecurity or maybe it's being heightened by like me being on campus and me being at this place and all that. But I've caught myself more and more times again, just like thinking about what I said like either raising my hand. I think I mentioned this to you, like like volunteering too much during class or mm, yeah, saying yeah, something. Did. Like just to give you an example that's still stuck in my memory, you know, like I, I, I volunteer our group to share our, our project. And I said, yeah, um, yeah, sorry. I, I led our team into like this weird rabbit hole. I, I was about to say rabbit hole, but I kind of stuttered, caught off. So all I think other people heard was, oh, I led my team into... Which and then I looked back and it sounds like so pretentious, like oh I led my team. It's like oh I, oh. Um, you know. Are so, you, are you over, dude? I feel like you're putting yourself under a microscope. 
Yeah, no, that's what it is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And 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 same and it's just debilitating sometimes. You know, it's a very yeah. Fragile. It's hard to function when you're viewing yourself. Yeah, so I'm the third person. I mean, this kind of relates to like your hair hair stuff and why you shave. Yeah. 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 Oh, so are you are you struggling with a couple of low self esteem right now, or is it I just uncertain? Is it self esteem or is it just like insecurity, uncertainty, and like being always being afraid of what other people think of you and all that? Yeah, I guess that's more just yeah, being insecure. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you have confidence, or has that lately kind of been your confidence levels have kind of been low? I'm, I'm afraid that I'm exuding too much confidence, and that people will start to think that I'm annoying. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm sure you, you, yeah. you've gotten that before too. Like, well, for well, I mean, me, David, I just sometimes... don't. I've never found you pretentious, like ever. Like, I've, I've always found you to be like overly humble. Like, the, I've always looked at you as like the most humble person I, I've known. Like, people with ten percent of the accomplishments you have make it seem like they have more than you. Like, I don't know. You've to me, you've always seemed like someone who's been very reserved with self-talk. So I don't know. I, I do think you're in your own head right now. I, I think you're too worried about what other people think. And it's fucking Harvard. Like, are you telling me that no one else is coming off as pretentious? Like, it's <laughs> it's Harvard University. It's it's the, it's the most pretentious school on planet Earth. Um, but I think, dude, I think, honestly, you just got to say shit and forget about it and just move on. Really, I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard and it's it's it is so hard to just constantly listen back to what you're saying and being like, oh no, oh no, oh dear, oh why did I say that? Oh it, that's why editing podcasts has always been hard for me. I think you just gotta yeah. say something and just move on. Be done with it, you know. Maybe that yeah. is part of it, like podcasting. It, it made me hyper aware of like how I speak and what yeah. the implications are. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about being yourself. And if leading your team was the phrase that came out of your mouth. And this is the phrase that came out of your mouth. And that's okay. And if people can't accept the fact that that's what you thought in that moment and can't accept the way you think in general, then they're probably just not people you want to associate with. Again, Damn, always yeah. yeah, always remember to, to let the people, you know, let just David come out, right? And then just see where it takes you. Don't try to alter David and make David this entirely new persona that doesn't even exist and, and, and forge a path. Like, you know, just walk the path. Damn, that's facts. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, man. I, I think I do need to just let people think what they need to think. Yeah, it's impossible to let anyone, every single person in the world like you. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And just because the people who, who accept that will end up being the people I want to hang out with anyways. Exactly. I mean, would you like to live your life constantly being somebody else yeah self-checking myself self-checking like dude that is that's a big brother watching you and you are big brother like no i'm my, not I'm doing my own that. big brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i am both big brother and winston yeah and dude no one's no one's perfect like some people are pretentious and that's okay like even if just a little bit you get what i'm saying like yeah. even if you're a little bit like dude i led my team like yeah maybe you did like, did you feel like a leader? Like, you must have said that for a goddamn reason. So sometimes it's okay to, uh, you know, not constantly humble yourself in every situation because that can honestly make you seem really, really, uh, 
that can work against you to be completely honest some people want it people some people want to hear some confidence as well uh so yeah that's all i'm saying i think you're all right david <laughs> i don't think you have to worry about what you say and what you do i think every single person i've ever talked to that has said something about you has never thought you to be pretentious like everyone thinks that you're just overly humble not just humble all right <laughs> yeah man i think yeah talking to you is like meditation bro it's like <laughs> it's like i get to be yeah i gotta be more mindful yeah that's yeah, all right yeah no, but no. anyways i Go think ahead. i think i was able to vent out what i needed to vent cal i think we haven't talked about you enough for a very right. long time right. um so at first i would like to start by saying what happened on the day before valentine's day which was the 13th right 13th um all right so i'm in snelling right you know my spot and uh before I was in Snelling, I actually drove past Snelling and I went to Hornitos, which is like another uh, hillbilly town with a river running through it. <laughs> you know, my favorite kind of towns. And on my way back, I was like, fuck it. I want to do an off trail hike to the river. So I parked my car into the ditch, into the shoulder, right? I'm on nobody's property. Keep that in mind because that will be important later. I'm in no mm-hmm. one's property. And I pace across the street, jump over a hill of rocks, and I pace down to the river. Right, I make it down to the river. I take a seat on a rock. I plug in my Headspace meditation. I was not in the mood, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So I just shut that shit <laughs> right. off, and, and I was in a terrible mood, like terrible. I felt extremely lonely, really frustrated. Nearly, I, I felt trapped. I felt like I had no purpose in life. Sometimes I get like that, and that's just how it is. And like going to the river is how I cope. So, I'm sitting there, I'm done. I get up, head back to the car cross the street and uh well in the middle of crossing the street i noticed that there's a property uh across the street from the river and i'm and this is like a mile away from the river at this point you know you know where the road is and you know how far the river is from the road right you've been there yeah um so i'm crossing the street i noticed that there's a property uh facing the river and across the street from me so and i see a guy and i'm like okay so i walk down the shoulder to get to my car and I look to the left and there's like a hill, a little grassy hill to the left of me. Uh, and there is a guy who I just really caught. He just radiated bad vibes. Oh. Um, and and then he whistles and like two dogs come up beside him. And I'm like, so I, I like wave at him, look at him like, yo, what's going on? And then he didn't seem too friendly. And actually what he does is he lifts up his shirt and there's a gun tucked into his waist. A pistol tucked into his waist. So then I'm then I'm like, okay, this shit's serious. So I get into my car and he takes out his gun and he cocks it. And I literally hear him slide the rail back to to put the pistol in the chamber. I mean to put the uh, bullet in the chamber. Are you are you face like is the car facing him or the car's facing him. I'm facing this man, looking directly oh, into his eyes as he cocks the gun. And so I plug in my phone, put the car in drive, I you know, kind of veer out into the road. When I'm on the road, I start pulling up. And I and I, just to be sure, I needed to get a closer look at this guy. So I'm like, is, is that even a gun? Like, what is happening? I was so confused. As I pull up next to him, while the car's still rolling, he takes the gun out and takes stance and points the gun at my face. Straight up, takes the gun out and points it right at my face. And so I just put my head in my lap. And I he could have taken shots. I don't even know because I was just my... everything went black you know in those moments where you just have pure adrenaline 
hit the gas, fly 90 miles an hour down the road and just with my head in my lap, I'm not even looking because I can't because I didn't want any bullets to like, or glass to just come right through the back of my car and into my head. And I just floored it home. Jesus. Floored it home. Wait, why did you decide to <laughs> pull up to him to check? Well, I, to be completely honest with you, uh, I was really pissed off. I was like, why is my sacred area just being ruined by this guy? Like, what is happening? And I just needed to get a closer look at this asshole. Like, who was he? I needed to know. I needed to remember his face. So if I ever see him again, and I just needed to see this dude. It was almost instinctual. Like, I couldn't even resist. Like, I had to pull up and look at him. And no, no, I mean, keep in mind, I didn't, like, stop my car, roll down the window and look at him. Like, I was still going 20 miles an hour, right? Like, I just I, I just didn't floor it yet, is what I'm trying to say. Right, right, right. Um, oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, and I was almost, like, wondering if you wanted to exchange words. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure right, if, right. yeah. Because uh, he could have just been, like, a dude. I have no idea. Points the gun right at my face. Jesus points the gun at my face and and I haven't gone back since and it, I felt so violated mm. you know yeah, that, that's supposed to be your safe space you know yeah and I was really in the moment I was also really vulnerable and I was in my yeah. safe space and then some guy with a gun just comes into it and points it at me and I don't even know he might have put some shots down no clue uh that was really freaky <laughs> like is that not Jesus. freaky Let's see, I feel like you've gotten some really close calls there, like like going to the like the place with the rattlesnakes and all that. Yeah, man. <laughs> like some crazy shit has happened with snelling and hiking and I don't know. I need to find a safer spot to just kick it and read a book. Yeah, that log, man. That log where I, I found a, that was a nice. spot. It was nice. It was like yeah. It's like at a at a corner of of the river where like basically if you sit down your left and your right is like oh river. Like it kind of curves yeah. around that spot yeah it's, no, no actually it's more like there's like a it's like the beach like protrudes out like by like a little hump oh that's and, nice and there's a log yeah there. I get what you're saying I get what you're saying but yeah. I just have no urge to go back to Snelling like no, my subconscious yeah, no, is telling me that there's break. no point in going back yeah so I'm not going back in any time soon. That fully freaked me out. Like, <laughs> fully freaked me out. Uh, yeah, other than that, though, this week has been it's been good, I guess. I don't... Honestly, like, it's hard to, like, look back on a week because de- depending on your mood, you can have a, an entirely different opinion on how your week went. Like, it changes constantly. Right. Like, if I'm in a good mood, this week has been amazing. And if I'm in a really <laughs> terrible mood, I can tell you, like, all the terrible things that's happened this week. So... Yeah, it's all about perspective. You it's know? all about perspective. Um, but I want to just talk about my neighbors. Uh, okay. Because I, after that happened, you know, I was like really like, I was on the verge of tears because I just, it was a really bad day. So I, I just came to over to my neighbor's house who were essentially my grandparents. And <laughs> yeah. they are Kim and Les, best people ever. Um, and I pulled up and they were like, what's going on? And I literally like, you know, gave him just a big hug because I'm like, damn, dude, you're just always so close to death and you never even realize it. Like, you're just one maniac away from pulling a gun out and shooting you in the head from dying at all times. Like, you're one guy, you're one sneeze away on the road from a guy just veering his car into you and you die. Like, it's like, life is really dangerous if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to give him a big hug. And then they, like, offered 
they, they offered to have me over for dinner and talk about it. And so I went over there and had dinner with them and it was just so cozy and nice, just hanging out with my grandparents essentially. And then uh, Kim was like, I know you've been reading the Cad from the Rye. You want to come up uh, to my office and we can like talk about it. And he, we went up there and I got, this dude is an English professor, PhD. And like, let me tell you about his office, man. He has like uh, probably 150 books just stacked sky high. <laughs> and, and and he has like this really nice chair that he that has like a, um, what's the word? Something that you can like rest your legs on. It's like an ottoman. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Lazy boy? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not a, uh, it's like a two piece chair. It's like one oh. piece is for sitting and then the other is for resting your legs. It's really nice. And he just sits in there with his light and reads books all day. Like he has yeah. the life and he has a dog bed in there and he has like pictures of his wife last just like pinned up on the wall. Really nice. And dude, he just can get you passionate about reading. Like I, Dave, David, you have to talk to this guy. He's like the most interesting man in the God. He's probably the smartest person I have ever met. He knows everything about everything. And he's read every book you can imagine. And he has thoughts on every book you can possibly imagine. Um, and he like just busted out this whole, his whole rapport on um, Catcher in the Rye. Told me all about it. He told me, if you read this book, read it out loud because it is a narrative. Like this book isn't written. This book is spoken. Like the main character is, is talking to you. So he's like, you have to read this book aloud. So he's like, go find a place to go. Just yell while you're reading it. Like he's like, read this with emotion. And he showed me how he started reading passages. He got so uh, emotional. It's <laughs> like, he just got lost and was just straight up immersed in the text. And like his less had to come in and be like, you're screaming. Like, <laughs> do you realize you're yelling? And I just, dude, it was just so refreshing and inspiring. To see, like, I just love when people are passionate about things because it gives me hope. Like, it, it reminds me that, like, like I will find my passion. And, like, yeah. there, there are things that really uh, feed people. And they just have, like, infinite energy when they find these things that really feed them. And ever since I talked to Kim about Catcher in the Rye, I've just been on this, like, I've just been so motivated to get to college and just read books. Like, he really got me inspired. And I just wanted to let you know. That, that happened yeah man i also think like I'm, I'm curious from your perspective do you feel like a transfer like just think about like four years ago or three years ago or two years ago like do you feel a transformation yes like dude i wouldn't i haven't picked up a book my whole life and i've read like six books in the last like two months which i mean to some people is it probably normal but to me no, like dude that's nearly a book a week if you think about it yeah, I've been busting them out, dude. And it feels great. And I've been like dual, uh, dual wielding. Like, you know, you have to have a nonfiction and a fiction going at all times because sometimes in the mood, sometimes I'm left brain, sometimes I'm right brain. It just depends. Yeah. And, oh man, it just feels great. And today it, I, I did some appreciation meditation last night. Uh, and so today... Anytime I do appreciation meditation, the next day I feel amazing. And I felt I today I felt fucking fantastic, David. Mm. Like, really, like I could just if <laughs> I just feel like I'm gonna play for some reason. Like I'm just like walking all uh I'm like walking like an animated character, just lollygagging <laughs> around. Like I feel really good today. And it's I just wanted to let you know, man, because sometimes people forget that like you can be happy. And sometimes other people need to like set an example because, you know, it's just infectious. 
man, I feel yeah. fucking good today. And I was kind of slipping away because I wasn't doing anything, but this podcast just rekindled it. Yeah, no, that's that's how we do it. And also, I'm just, I think we should take a moment, you know, to like really just be grateful to have those types of people, like like your neighbors, you know. Yes, man. That, that kind of relationship, man. That's, that's the stuff to look for in life, to be honest. Not not like, you know, networking or whatever. That that right there, that's that's what you want in life. That's, that's what you need in life, to be honest, for, for you to have a happy life. Yeah, and surround yourself with those people. Mm-hmm. And to appreciate those people because you can surround yourself with all these people, but you have to uh, you have to appreciate them. And fuck, I appreciate Kim, man. That was a great conversation we had, and it's stuck with me these last few days. And it's just been every time I think about that conversation, I just go pick up a book and read <laughs> for like I'll just knock out like fifty pages, and it just feels amazing. Yeah. There's nothing better than like that. Like, have you have any of your professors like really? spoken to you like motivated you yet you seen any professors that have like impressed you david well for one i've actually never met any of my professors in person so that's one thing um one kind of yeah so nothing like what you're experiencing right now definitely not yeah i mean i just don't understand why people get into education and they're not willing to just teach with emotion and like be passionate about the topic that they studied in college like why why are you even teaching if you're not passionate about it like is it for the retirement is it for the healthcare? <laughs> is it for the eighty thousand dollars a year you're getting paid like come on like it, people we need passionate teachers because my neighbor isn't even teaching anymore and he's still having an effect on people right damn that's fucking beautiful <laughs> are you no yeah, and also it's kind of it's um, kind of what I want for like like it's kind of what I thought I think I have with um Ms. Shelburne. Um, yeah, yeah, I text her a bunch and like we talk about education and stuff, and I definitely think I have. But I mean, given that she's like a single mom and I'm sure she's very busy, I kind of feel like I don't want to, you know, yeah, burden burden her with that, you know, with with stuff some stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, teaching's always been like an option. Like being in academia has always been something I've wanted to do, but not really for some reason. Like when I'm in the mood for it, fuck, I would just like to get up on a stage and lecture. You get what I'm saying? But then other mm-hmm. times I'm just like, I don't have the energy for that, nor do I have any motivation or I just don't want to. And you have to have your A game every day if you're teaching. Like yeah. you got to yeah. be on it. You know, you got to really love it. Have you put any thought? I mean, I know you have put thought into teaching, but like, what do you think? Yeah, um, I've been I put thought into it last semester, and now I try not to think about it right now. Basically, because it's stressful, isn't it? Yeah, all that all that does is just, um, yeah, all that does is just make me make me uncomfortable. Yeah, dude, it re- I I was really stressed out today, like right when I woke up, because I was like, I hate this shit. I, like I was listening to Red Scare podcast. And they were just like, yeah, like humanities uh, and liberal arts degrees are f- like fucking worthless. Just like, no, don't tell me that. Like, you're just telling me that the next four years of my life is going to be worthless. Honestly, okay, let me just say this right now to get this out of the chest. People who say that are the people who decided to take those degrees and not think about why they did it. That's why. I think you can say the same exact thing that STEM degrees are fucking useless if you have no interest in the STEM field. 
Like, well, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do with point. a CS? Well, what are you going to do with a CS degree if you hate CS or or have no idea why you do CS? Like you're not going to do well either. And and yeah. it's just the, the simple reason why humanities is targeted is because it's an easy target. Um, and, know, and, and yeah. many people pick those when they don't like you're not going to if you don't know what you're doing you're not going to pick biomedical engineering right that's just not how that works. <laughs> yeah 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 it's, it's so, people who 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 are insecure as well about their own college education is when they decide to attack other people's degrees like it's just don't man it's just that kind of stuff always irks me yeah and it's yeah i don't it, it just gets it gets me really stressed out every time i hear it. like even yang stressed me out man because he I don't know if he meant to word it this way in the war on normal people, but he literally said like, oh yeah, and and like smart people are just flocking to finance, tech, and law and leaving behind humanities. I'm like, smart people? Like, what is he trying to say, man? Am I not smart? Do I have to go to tech and law? Like, what? Wait, how did, in what context though? Because I know he, he might have said that as like where some smart people just decide to automatically pick those types of fields instead of considering the arts yeah well i guess what he i guess what he's saying is like smart people as in people who are just who know like what degrees have the biggest job outlook i guess i have no idea i think so So, yeah he should reword as practical i guess but even that's faulty that's not it's not the fact that it's practical it's just that it's it's just that yeah i think it's self-selective you know people who decide to go in these fields know they want to go in these fields for those certain reasons yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't think Yang should should word it like that. But fuck, man, I'm just gonna do it. I mean, that's that's every time I yeah. hear someone say that shit, I'm just like, I'm just gonna fucking do it because what I this is how I comfort myself. Can't do anything else. I can't be a lawyer. I can't be a fucking doctor. I can't. And it's so it's literally it's it's humanities and liberal arts and and politics, history or nothing because nothing else interests me. So I'm just gonna chase. I'm just going to do it. And if I don't get it, fuck it. At least I tried and just move on. That's as much thought I thought I put into it at this point. Yeah. So shit, man, we do have to start really talking about though, like what, what the game plan is with our lives. Is that something that we should ponder on this podcast? Do do we, I was going to say like, do, do we need to talk about that? I don't think maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that's just too much stress. Or what, what is there to talk about though? You know, like, I don't know. You're right. You're right. Honestly, there's not much to talk about. Yeah, because I think that's all. All that's going to lead is just, <laughs> just confusion. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a question that can't be explicitly answered. You know, it's like it's like a food that that can't be eaten in one bite. Yeah, and maybe that's not the right word. It's like. It's like asking yourself, like, how should I breathe in a year? Like, <laughs> you, you can't possibly, you can't possibly predict that. You yeah, know, all right. you have to do is just keep you're breathing, right. and then until you hit that moment, then you'll f- realize, oh, this is how I'm supposed to be breathing today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's just my thoughts there. But so how's uh before we end off here? But I just want to hear uh, how 1984 is going. If you've read any more, if not, that's okay. Yeah, I'm on chapter seven. I think still going around pretty slowly. Just being able to read a bit at at um at nighttime. It was actually kind of funny. Like one one time, it was I think it was like two or three days ago. It was like night, and uh, you know I'm I'm lying in bed reading a bit before I go to sleep, and I literally like just fall asleep straight up with the book still in my hand, 
and I wake mm. up and there's I I fucking because it's on my face. Yeah, and and I have fucking um like drool stuck onto one side of the face. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, dude. And, and the, like oh the lights my. are still on, my pants are still on. I, yeah, I, I, it was just a mess, but it was good. It was good. And let's see. So I am at the part. Let's see. It's just, I mean, it's, there's not really that many events going on because, like, it's always like him inside his brain. He he met Syme or Seem S Y M E. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that person. Um, so I'm I'm past that part. He he went through that. So where um, they were all in the cafeteria and like in the cafeteria. Parsons and Sign comes in. And sits down. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that one person who sounded like a duck, duck speak or whatever they called it, like like quack. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just quacking. Like it's all just the same bullshit everyone spews, but they just mix the words around. Um, yeah. You know, it's it starts really slow, and it's some sometimes I will turn people off, but no, I, just I actually those... really like it because I'm in his head. You know, I'm just like, like yeah, he's existentially. In, like he he has an existential crisis and i i'm kind of like following along with that i actually really enjoy it yeah well what i like is even though it's written in the third person because orwell i think orwell is winston if we're being completely honest and so he, agree, he yeah. adds a whole bunch of his own flair in the third person point of view so it's almost like it's told in the first person right um, yeah i mean given that we, we we hear so much about like what he's thinking about it's almost yeah it's basically first person because you, you yeah you it's, it's essentially thoughts. listening to orwell who is winston yeah so yeah it's it's really nice i love the way it's written it's so easy on the brain it doesn't i i just love the way he writes orwell he's he's descriptive in just all the good ways it's nice yeah. but yeah hopefully you can finish that book soon dude because we need a full book talk goddamn full podcast talk. on it that'd be great <laughs> For sure, for sure, man. But um, yeah, I think I think that's good. This is good as always. I think okay, you know, we we've had our bad ones, but that's not because of like it's just you know we were off. But yeah, this was good. Um, yeah, man. Thanks nice. again, Cal, for for your advice. I just let people let people think. You know, let, yeah, let people think. I I shouldn't big brother other people. Expect to big brother other people. You know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own thoughts. I can't control that. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. David, you don't go around just judging what everyone says right i mean if someone said i led my team you wouldn't have thought to yourself like what a pretentious asshole you know right don't overanalyze and just let just you will surround yourself with the people who want to be around you as long as you're yourself so with that two two seventeen whatever wednesday february 17 2021 this is how david and cal felt Wait, that was backwards, but it still works. <laughs>